Hey everyone, this is Neil with the Dashley Gentleman. I've got Frank with me tonight. Say hi, Frank. Hello! And tonight we're going to talk about This Week in Gaming. What's happened this week in gaming, Frank? <laughs> well, Neil. Uh, <laughs> you know, I know that like on this this this, this cast, we've, we talked a lot, especially uh, recently, about corporatism and, and things of that nature. Uh, recently, Konami has unveiled... Uh, Metal Gear Survival. Have you seen that? No. So, the thing about Metal Gear Survival, first of all, it's it's Konami's first attempt at Metal Gear since since Kojima left. Hideo Kojima left the studio. Well, he was fired, and he uh, he's uh, since gone on to newer and better things. He, of course, is the 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 creator and director uh, and the writer for Metal Gear Solid since 1980s. Um, he. So they took basically <laughs> it's a th- this this whole thing is amazing. They unveiled a, a cinematic trailer for Metal Gear Solid uh, a few weeks ago. Or I'm sorry, Metal Gear Solid Survival a few weeks ago. They're using the Metal Gear Solid name, but therein the similarities really end. The game is a zombie survival game. Huh. A- and I do not I do not understand. In a recent interview, somebody asked him, asked Hideo Kojima if he was involved at all with the Metal Gear Solid survival. And he said that his his game series was about uh, political espionage and uh, tactical espionage. And in no way, he doesn't understand how he how zombies can fit into that. And this is the guy that made made a woman who breathes through her skin makes nanomachines like their their magical bits and has a guy that can shoot a revolver and have it ricochet and go anywhere he wants to. If he's telling you that something doesn't make sense in, in a context, you probably should take notes because this is one imaginative motherfucker. And if he can't think of how it would work, you probably can't think of how it would work. Well, it's, it's basically genre breaking. Like as- it's it's fucking straight up garbage. I mean, it, it, like the, they made they're they're basically zombie unicorns, and I say that because they look they, well. They've all got red crystals that come out of their heads, and you sneak up and you stab them. And if you've ever played Metal Gear, the whole point of Metal Gear is to sneak by and then to never be seen. Yeah. Like if you killed someone, it's because you're bad. Yeah. And so the idea that you're playing this game with the explicit intention of of sneaking up on these guys and killing them, or, or holding a position or whatever. It's like, that's not the point. That's never was what it was about. And the most egregious thing about it isn't just that they've they've taken a venerated series like like Metal Gear and they've made it. um, They've made in this zombie garbage. Uh, It's how they've done it. And it's so um, it's so. I guess ballsy is a is an excellent way to talk about is, is an excellent way to describe it. Uh, recently, uh, uh, Jim Sterling released a, a new Jimquisition episode where he talks about it in greater detail than I probably will. But uh, he, they've taken the assets from Metal Gear Solid Five, and they've just put them into this game. They, they've literally just taken every. It's the same map, the same locations, the same engine, the same character models, but just slightly altered to look like zombies. Um, all the same characters that you can play in Metal Gear Solid on, online are all being used to 
play the protagonists. It so. is a straight up asset flip, and I am I am blown by by the the egregious ballsiness of Konami to even attempt this. Sounds like just it sounds like they're doing it out of spite to Hideo. I mean, which is yeah. stupid. I mean, as a company, you don't want to actually spend time, money, and effort just out of spite. I, I mean, come on, weren't they supposed to be moving on to pachinko games or just investing solely in pachinko games and stop making games? You know, you know? At, fir- at first, I was really kind of hoping that they were kidding, but now I was really now I'm really hoping that they weren't because, like, if this is the kind of quality of uh, things that they're going to put out, just make your pachinko machines. I know that they've become a joke with their Silent Hill pachinko machines, and they made me weep like a big old bitch whenever like they put out this fantastic redone trailer for Metal Gear Solid 3 and they're like Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater and then it was just this beautifully uh, uh, CGI updated with with Metal Gear 5 you know level graphics and I'm just like I'm like ah, 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 ah. and then it was like you know pachinko and I was like <laughs> <laughs> right uh. I I was mad I, I can't tell if this is an insult to the players you know because like the the players were were heated that Kojima got canned and now they've got this coming out, and it's like, can you can can anyone at Konami really look at this and be like, this is a this is a good business decision, and it's going to be a quality entertainment to our fan base? No, it's not. No, they're you fucking no, it's not. They're looking to make the most money possible in the shortest amount of time. Now, for people that don't know, Frank, can you explain what a pachinko machine is? Okay, in Japan they. You can't gamble in Japan. But what you can do is that they've got gambling-like halls uh, where you can have... uh, It's similar to a slot... Actually, it's basically identical to a slot machine. But uh, a pachinko is a little tiny ball, uh, a little tiny metal ball. Think like marbles. And this machine's loaded up with them, and then you play the game just like you would a slot machine, and then it pays you out rather than in coins. It pays you in the little pachinko balls, and they they, they actually can make money in this. And the way that they do it is, uh, so you, say you play a game and then you you win five hundred pachinko. So you put your little can there, just like you know grandma does whenever she gets her her social security check, goes down to the boat and fucks it all up. <laughs> and so you load it up, and then you go over to this. Um, vending machine and you dump all your uh pachinko in, in there and then you there's a but say like you got like there's like lipstick and, and whatever and they all have like set values f- uh, for like, like 200 pachinko balls or whatever so then you go there you dump it in and then you select so say like lipstick for 200 200 pachinko now you have two options you have one you can you can walk away like you can keep your you can keep your lipstick and go give it to you know uh, a gorilla <laughs> or, or whatever you can eat it if you yeah. want uh, or you can take it to the other side of the hall where there's a guy that has a whole shitload of money and a bunch of metal bars and you give him the lipstick and then he pays you a dollar value for that lipstick or a yen value for that yeah. lipstick and so you know you have guys that'll sit there all day and they'll just like they'll They'll buy like, you know, I mean, I, I don't even I don't really know what they would put in it, but like, you know, uh, 40 or 50 pairs of used underwear. Mm-hmm. And then they go over and they just, you know, dump them on this guy's desk and he pays them. I don't know what the going price is for used panties, but like, you know, let's just say 20 bucks. I'm yeah. really low on it, but let's go with that. Sure. And, and so, you know, thereby you've made money, you know, because you pay money in order to play just like you would a, uh, uh, 
a slot machine, but then you can do all that to make money. So there's like two middlemen. Right. Okay. It's, it's, it's the most roundabout way to try to cash out your chips ever. <laughs> so if law ever changes their Konami's fucked. I mean, I hope. I hope it does change just so Konami can be fucked. Well, I mean, they could probably easily change their games because there's a lot of Konami games at the casino over here at the Hard Rock. Um, they would just probably just change the currency. I mean, yeah, change the currency, ship them overseas. Because I mean, yeah. like you know, Japan, Japan's pretty hard on gambling. Yeah, but most Asian countries, to my understanding, are pretty hard on gambling. Yeah, well, official gambling, anyway. That's really stupid. I mean, Konami used to be a great company. I mean, they put out games like what Dance Dance Revolution. Put out Metal Gear, shit. The TM, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. Those are pretty sweet. Uh, didn't they? Didn't, didn't isn't Konami also responsible for uh, Castlevania? Yes. So, also for Contra, and right. Silent Hill. Yeah, Silent Hill. Silent Hill is also another one that's one of my favorite game titles that they that they've taken to the Pachinko Farm and they've put a couple in. Uh, it's you know, uh, Silent Hill is terrible and. and but like we've also got um, the two the two releases, Lords of Shadow and Lords of Shadow Two from from I think I think it was from Konami that uh, were just um, just uh, just garbage. And uh, I mean, okay, so they were they're funish, but you know, overall, not real super. Yeah, it's Konami does Castlevania, but yeah, a lot of people don't want they don't want the three D. Uh, they want they want their old style castlevania this the 2d scrollers but konami's sure. like like no nah, people don't want that people don't want that and that's a that's a that's a big company thing that i think is fantastically uh silly where it, they're they're so fabulously in love with their own their own ego that they they decide what their what their clients don't like even though like they're repeatedly proven over and over and over again through multi-platforms that people still buy the shit out of stuff like that so then there's that there's a I mean I can't remember the, the game's called but like the guy who made the original Castlevania is now on Kickstarter starting a game that is Castlevania. So I mean it's Castlevania in everything except name. Right. And and it's just been just fucking blown out of the water and from what I understand it's fantastic. I haven't played it but it, it from what I know from what I've heard from what I've been told it is everything that a Castlevania fan wants. And, and it was unbelievable how fast that the the fans the fans paid for it, and, and they they've had proof up to this point that people wanted this, right? With a multitude of, of different things, and but you know Konami they just they just you know them. Fuck you. Yeah. This whole this whole thing with Metal Gear kills me though because like the the i the them taking an i an IP like this and just asset flipping it, you know smaller studios will will take store-bought assets mm -hmm. and then just like you know and then try to sell a game on steam and they get just blown apart for for doing it but then you got a big company like konami that actually can afford to to make shit like can really afford to make a good quality title and they do it i don't even know i don't even know how to deal i don't know how to process that help it's, me Neil. it's <laughs> and the worst part about it is that people will buy that shit and they will make millions. <laughs> I hope not. I but, really hope not. And it's the same thing that happened with No Man's Sky. I mean, they they use a name, they use a promise, and people fucking buy. They buy it all up front. They spend, you know, the company gets millions of dollars in profits, and then they just don't. I mean, if you look at No Man's Sky, 
so many people pre-ordered that game. So many people bought that game. And with the promise that it was going to be great, uh, with the, the kind of vague promises that there might be multiplayer, and then as soon as the fucking opening day happens, people find out and are pissed. It took them probably about a week, tops, to find out this is not what was promised to me. And then the creator of the game just fucking got out. Like, he hasn't made a tweet since. He hasn't. He has not said a goddamn thing to anybody since that game came out. And it's like the biggest middle finger possible. It's like, thanks for all the money, guys. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, he, he just kind of like, he was like, oh, this game is going to be the best. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. You know, like, game comes out. <laughs> <laughs> nope i'll see you guys now that i that you paid for my yacht yeah i paid for my yacht my private island uh i never have to talk to any of you motherfuckers again <laughs> yeah the that that kind of that kind of mentality it seems to permeate um a lot of different kinds of game coverage right now i think as far as no man's sky goes an absolute lack of transparency is just blatant because they never released anything any kind of like updates dev diaries betas i mean once the game was out now you get to see what it looks like you know people and people a lot of people are brief soapbox moment a lot of people are complaining uh comparing no man's sky to to star citizen Mm -hmm. and and i i wholly disagree because they star citizen has been so incredibly transparent with what they're doing i mean like you you can you can buy into the game for like twenty, thirty dollars, and then you play every time that the every time everything that they have available, you can play. Yeah, you know they they've got like this big arena mode that you can play. That they've got the the online stuff where you can you can group up with your friends and you can fly around the stars and you can see all that kind of other shit. As it becomes available, you you are getting to see what they have done, and I'm like that is a lot of transparency. Absolutely, like the game the game is expanding as as you play it. You know, I, I, as opposed to No Man's Sky, where it was like, you know, well, c- can we see some some actual gameplay? Uh, well, I mean, we have this canned footage. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not really gameplay. Don't you have like an alpha or like a, a anything like that? Uh, it's it's currently being worked on. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> so people look at it and be like, this game looks fucking awful. Looks like it's got a piss filter everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks terrible but people were saying it was basically the second coming of christ i'm like no no it's not it looks bad but you know Mm pre-orders this is the reoccurring theme of the podcast stop pre-ordering guys i I, and you know before before i move on to my next my next game i would like to say take this opportunity to say for the first time in my life i'm going to not buy a metal gear game That's deep, dude. I have every Metal Gear game. There isn't a single one. I even have Snake's Revenge. It's not even technically a Metal Gear game. Technically, yeah. Isn't that on NES? <laughs> yep. I have every... I have. I think I have three copies of the first one. I know that I've got four copies of Metal Gear Solid. Uh, one of them's uh, an, uh, an import black label for the PlayStation. Nice. The original PlayStation. Um, I, I actually went out and rebought Metal Gear Solid whenever it... Um, Went from the black label to the green label. Oh, the greatest hits. Yep, I bought. Yeah. I bought it again. I bought. I bought like every time that like they released like they released Sons of Liberty, and then they released like uh the the game immediately after that. That's Sons of Liberty, but with a little bit more like an expansion. Mm-hmm. I bought that one. Every time they did that, I bought an, bought the other one. 
Wow. I, I bought all of them. I've got like, God damn, I got like 25 copies. <laughs> I've got, I got a ton of Metal Gear shit. Every special edition of Metal Gear that's ever been made. I've got five copies of Guns of the Patriots. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I don't even care. Judge me. Yeah, that's whatever. I it's mean. my fa- it's my favorite game series of all time. I mean, there's I'm, I'm getting a lot in my old age. I'm getting a lot more selective about the special editions I buy. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. No, I am ish. I, I mean, yeah. Ish. <laughs> For Frank standards, not normal person standards. That's true. So now I want to move on since we're talking about pre-ordering yeah. and pre-order culture. Uh, I want to talk about I want to talk about early access. Okay. Um, have you heard anything about what's going on with Ark Evolved? I don't know anything about that game. So Ark Evolved is uh, probably uh, of the early access games that are on Steam. There, there's a, a, a subgenre of, of survival games. You've got like you know Rust, Daisy. You you probably played those, yeah, or at least know of them. Yes. Uh, Ark is it looks good. It runs good. Um, it, it's all but complete. It's been on early access for fucking ever and, and it keeps getting sold and that's fine but it's one of those games the game is still in early access yeah and it's you don't know if it's ever going to not be in early access and and it comes to a point where you know is it going to come out that's not the point so this game is basically done and it was a smaller studio now they've got publishers and they've got they've got help um, you can buy into the game on Steam. You can play it. It's got dinosaurs, and you survive. So, like, basically, think, um, you know... Uh, Turok. Yeah, kind of, because, like, you can raise the dinosaurs. You can you can have them help you do all these things. You can have them fight for you, shit like that. Okay. Um, and and it, looks really, it looks really good. It's really pretty. So, but this, this company recently got a... The uh, smaller company recently got a publisher, and they had some stuff that they were going to add into the game. And so here comes big publisher and wants to s- sell it as an expansion. The game's not even done yet. Okay. They, they want to sell paid DLC. Like, I think it's like $25 for a game that's not fucking done. Uh, <laughs> uh, finish the first one. I mean, like, yeah. God damn. I don't understand. I, I truly do not understand. I mean, it, 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 and, and like, you know, as DLC, it's fine because like it's got like a whole new biome. It's got like a whole bunch of shit that it adds, a whole bunch of new recipes, weapons, um, different kinds of dinosaurs that go with the new biome and like it feeds into the other one. And so like, you know, it expands the island and, and, the, and the territory for you to, to do, do and do more things and know more things and then experience more. That's an expansion. It's an expansion pack in the truest sense of an expansion bag, which is fine. And, and they can even sell it later on if they wanted to, but holy shit, finish the first one. Yeah. You know, it, I, <laughs> I mean, That's... it's like, you're not, you're not even like the cart's not even before the horse. You just unlimber the horse, tied the poor little pony to a tree. And you just, you got in that cart, you push that shit down the hill and you're like, bye horse. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I'm out of here. Yeah, that's that's the culture now of games, DLC everywhere. Like, uh, and people they're they're gonna keep doing it because people fucking buy that shit. Like, Street Fighter Five, for example. Oh god, drives me nuts. Okay, Street Fighter Four was kind of it got kind of bad. Okay, so you had the original Street Fighter Four, then you had 
Super Street Fighter 4. Then you had Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition. Then you had Ultra Street Fighter 4. And that was all over the span of like four or five years. Okay. And each time they made a new game, they added a bunch of new content. Like from Street Fighter 4 to Super Street Fighter 4, there was like fucking 20 new characters. And they charged typically, um, I think it was like $30 for the game. Especially if you already had original Street Fighter 4. Okay, I get that. Cool. It's like a whole new game with like so many new characters. But then here comes Street Fighter 5. The game didn't have a story mode. Uh, the game barely had a versus mode, offline versus mode. Um, there was, it was just, uh, like, online was shitty. It was laggy, and the servers were very unstable. It was a $60 game. Yeah, it was an incomplete experience. Yeah, incomplete I mean, experience. It, it, it was it, like when Street, on Street Fighter Five was like initial release. It was so bottom of the barrel compared to. I mean, here's the thing: it it came out as a contemporary for the new Mortal Kombat, and the new Mortal Kombat is killing it. I mean, like they are. It was the story mode was good. Mm-hmm. The graphically was superior to Street Fighter. I mean, the fighting was good. I, 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 just like Street Fighter didn't didn't have a leg to stand on at all. Yeah, it was just. I mean, and then like, and then to have the audacity in, in in this same time frame to come out and and have a game that doesn't have the story mode, doesn't have like even a remotely competent online versus or and even close to being competent uh, local, it, it was just unbelievable to me. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Oh yeah, and here, here's the best part about that, or worst part, depending on your perspective. Right. Um. There, uh, for Street Fighter V, there's approximately 16 characters to choose from. And I, I'm, I'm being generous here. I think it's more like 12. Um, they're coming out with new characters every couple of months, which is cool. But they're $6 a piece. That's a lot. But if you buy the season pass for $30, you get them all for free as they come out. Free. They're probably on, well, how many how many characters are there are, are they gonna make? How many characters have they made? Um, so far they've made Balrog, Ibuki, Guile, Alex, and Yurian just came out. Shut up! Yes. Guile was a fucking DLC. Yes. <laughs> okay, here's here, here's another thing. Capcom is notorious for the data already being there. Yes. How much do you want to bet that they were already on there? There's a very good possibility of that. See, I wouldn't even buy it. I, I, I mean, like, I, I, I couldn't even buy the game. I couldn't bring myself to do it. There's only one reason why I bought the game is because You're I'm super good at Street Fighter. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I fucking would buy it too. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good at Street Fighter, and I wanted to get into the competitive scene, but once I saw that shit, I couldn't play anymore. It just pissed me off. It, like, it's hard. It's hard to reconcile with something like that. Yeah, I mean, not only like okay. The online, they fixed the online eventually. Um, it took them five to six months to do that, um, which is terrible. I mean, especially for a fucking $60 game. Um, the the playing of the game, I mean, I, since I took so long to actually buy the game because I was waiting for them to fucking fix it, um, I was way behind in terms of learning the game's mechanics and whatnot. So, you know, I was getting my ass rocked in fucking online mode. And, you know, it just super discouraging. And then when these new characters came out, uh, $6 a pop, it's like, okay, what? But but wait, you could, if you play the game enough and earn fight money, 
um, you could you could buy the characters for free. But here's the thing, okay, League of Legends does this as well. And with League of Legends, you earn IP as you play games. If you mm-hmm. play for about three or four hours, you know, four or five games, you can probably unlock a, a mid-range character, okay? For you to unlock a single DLC character in Street Fighter, you have to play 300-plus games. God damn. Easy. And we're talking win, not lose. You only get fight money if you win. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So they made it virtually impossible for you to buy the character. Without, Shifty motherfuckers, money. dude. <laughs> so it, that's that's the culture now. I mean, you fucking give me money or you don't get this piece of the game. It's bullshit. It, that that's rough. That's a that's a bad turn of it. I yeah. mean, Capcom's Capcom's up there. Capcom's up there with Konami. You know. Oh yeah, they've got as far really as they they're 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 facing the heresy banner. Mm-hmm. Straight up, straight up video game heresy. I'm telling you. And that sucks because okay, you got. Half the idiots that still fucking buy into this shit, mm-hmm. and the other half, like you and me, who are just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm done. But we miss out on all the shit that you know the other half are getting into. So, because the other half is is still you know supporting the fucking game, they keep making shit like that. So either a we just stop playing video games altogether right. because it's never gonna be us anymore, or b we just fucking suck it up. And I don't want to fucking suck it up. That's not okay to reward bad business. No, it's not. And I, I, here's the thing that like is is terrifying. You have companies like Konami, you have companies like Capcom that do these that do these horrible things. Square Enix, we'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> um, that do these horrible business practices that are shady as hell and they're not okay. But then we can we like they, they just do like you know it's it sucks now and then they do it again and then they do it again and like. You know, some people some people hate, say like, you know, man, I really wish that you quit, you know, harping on like all this DLC or all stuff about DLC. I really wish that you quit harping on all this stuff about like, you know, the 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 information already being on the disc. But they keep doing it. Yep. You have to talk about it every time. If you don't talk about it every time, like it, it just goes away, and like people stop talking about it, stop thinking about it, and the company just does it now. It you know, people people accept it. It's not it's not acceptable. It's, you know, it's like. You know, it's whenever I used to go to school, if like, you know, like somebody, somebody had their pants down, you know, like the teachers would yell the hell out of you and then send you away. You'd have to get a, go get a belt or whatever. But, you know, like over, over the, like, you know, when I was a freshman, it was not okay. Sophomore, it's really aggravating. You know, uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, <laughs> I don't think I'm ever saying it. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, junior, you know, it was just kind of, you know, you really shouldn't do that. And then by senior, no one cared. Yep. And, and it's like, it's not okay. It's not, it wasn't okay the first day. If you weren't okay with it the first day, you shouldn't be okay with it now. Right. You know, like the march of time hasn't made this act any less offensive than the future. I'm not saying that sagging pants are offensive. I'm just saying that they're stupid. Just yeah. to clarify. It's, but in this, yeah. in this context, you know, it, it serves the same purpose as, as being the allegory but like so you you know with with the with like the six dollar bullshit and making it basically mandatory that you pay for it unless like you know you're a like 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 in the anime no game no life where like you can literally all they literally all they do all day is play competitive games from (laughs) sun up to sundown and even then some like 48 hours at a time oh god 
and that's all you do, then, you know, yeah, okay, maybe you might be able to do that. You know, for like the average human being, I mean, anyone, even like a hardcore gamer, like that's a, that's a lot, you know, especially never like you get into something competitive that, that has a tournament essentially dedicated to it, right. like Street Fighter. Because like you got people that, that are, you know, could do consider Evo a possibility for them and they make their home there. So you win 300 matches, you've gotten yourself up to this bracket just for one character where it might be fucking a shit show for you to get maybe one every five. Yep. So, I mean, like now, now you've essentially like you've won yourself to a point where you can't win anymore yep. and you'll never get that character. <laughs> so I just, that, that is an inexcusable practice. Absolutely. Ugh. So, so then, uh, on the heels of that, I meant, I mentioned Square Enix. Okay. Square Enix recently put out Deus Ex. And from what I understand, Deus Ex by itself is a pretty swell game. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. Uh, I put yet in there as a caveat. Uh, hey, do you know anything about it? Have you heard um, anything about it? I've, I heard it was a lot of pay to win stuff. That is exactly what it is. So, like, it started in the, it really became like a big deal, I think, in Dead Space 3, where you were able to pay actual money for resources that were in the game. And, like, uh, it's like a single player game, you know? It, but, like, so then, like, the, the fear became, you know, so you pay, you pay like $5 for whatever resource. So then, did the company go in and make shit? X amount more expensive than than it originally was, so you would have to pay. You would have to pay in order to be able to to progress and do anything. Right. And I think, you know, everybody just like you know lost their minds then, and then and then now, like I know that it's happened a couple of times. I can't I can't reference anything right off the top of my head, but Deus Ex is doing it. Yeah. And, and people are only moderately grumbling. So, like, it's obviously happened several times before to the point where, like, you know, now people don't want to talk about it. They don't want to, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, but, they did that a lot on, on mobile, okay? Well, yeah, mobile. Yeah, yeah you kind of you you expect that on mobile, okay? Like, mm -hmm. with Final Fantasy VII, if you give them, like, $4, they'll max all your characters out to 99 Right. Which is bullshit. But, you know, it's mobile, whatever. But you do it on a full-fledged like PC game, like a sixty-dollar title. Yeah, you know that is unacceptable. Here, are you are you ready for it to get even more unacceptable? Do it. Are you? I mean, like, are, have you girdled thy loins? I'm I'm already there. Let's just get All it right. over with. <laughs> Here's the thing. So you paid ten dollars for these resources, and that's a, that's a legit number. Ten dollars is one of these packages for okay. these resources in the game. And then you you use that during your uh, let's say your pacifist playthrough because they do have multiple ways that you can play the game. Sure. Uh, so you do that during your pacifist playthrough, and then you and your you, but you bought the collector's edition, and you give yourself a few other things that you got through the collector's edition on your pacifist run. You okay. have your fun, you know. We you see the ideal ending, and then you go back and you want to just play it kind of like as a stealth action game, kill a few guys, and just kind of fuck around. Okay. The stuff that you assign to your pacifist run is no longer available to your next run. Sons of bitches. <laughs> single single use paid DLC. We're talking like not even not even same account. We're talking same save. You can't use it in the next save. And that's the stuff that's the stuff that you spent like $150 buying. You can't use again in the next time. 
Uh, like you lose all of it. Uh, I mean, uh, like I don't even know. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, I'm itching. I don't even know how to deal with that. <laughs> it's just, it's so stupid. I mean, it's, 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 it's. I mean, heartbreaking for especially for like a lot of people that like are really hardcore Deus Ex fans, and they just, they're just, man, they're just getting the, the, the big old butt touch on this one. Yeah. It, I mean, they're getting spanked, and it's awful, and, and it, it's, it's heart wrenching to see, especially a company like Square Enix that I, that you know, used to really just represent. Yeah, a lot of what gamers were and what gamers wanted, and really kind of had their finger on the pulse. It is really responsible for some really shady and terrible behavior, like especially like that. I mean, that one. I mean, they've done some other like questionable things, but that something about you, though. I mean, that's bad. That is that, that's that's real bad, especially since like I mean, it's ten dollars. That's that's not. I don't even think that's the. I, I think that's like mid tier. You know. Yeah. I just I don't know. That's bad. That's the kind of bad. That's the kind of bad that that you can't just put a bandaid on. No, that that's is, the kind of bad that people should fucking riot over. That is fucking betrayal. That it is, really is. It's betrayal in the consumer trust. Yeah, I mean, ah, <laughs> uh, fuck, it's so bad. Like, and okay, so there are some good companies out there, right? Um, you look at Psionics, for example. They just released a new, um, not even really DLC. It was just, it's a patch. This is in the game now. But they allowed you to buy cooler cars or cool-looking cars. Uh, Psionics makes Rocket League. Yeah, but, yeah, sorry. sorry. That's okay. <laughs> uh, but they allowed you to buy cars. I mean, and, and when you buy a new car, it just looks different. There's no real benefit. But purely, co- purely cosmetic. Purely cosmetic. So... They released a whole new stage. Uh, it was an underwater level. It's pretty cool. Uh, for free. And they said, thanks for thanks for buying our game. And that game, brand new, not on sale, $30. Yeah, and I mean, it's a, it's the net code's great. I mean, like, it, it's a very, it's a very solid title. Another company that's really, that's really fantastic about its DLC and its updates and its generosity to its consumers is um, CD Projekt Red with The Witcher. The yes. Witcher series, not just The Witcher 3. Because whenever they actually put out, like, paid DLC, you, you feel like it is a, it is a genuine tried and true expansion. Uh, and, and, like, they, they, they released more free content than most of these other companies that we've talked about have even in their a- actual game. I mean, it, it, I don't, but it's one of those things where, you know, they they put out content that's so good, and they've made it available so so available that like they, from what I understand, they've had very little piracy issue, because like the, it's just been it hasn't been as egregious as everything else, and I guess that's like a big part of their thing because they go they're very anti DRM. Yeah, I mean, they don't even care if you, I mean they care if you pirate the game. But even if you, even if you pirate the game, look, I'm I won't lie to you. I I got my hands on a free copy of The Witcher Two. Um, I played it a little bit, and I was amazed by the graphics. Um, I didn't really care for the game too much because I was not in the mood for a Zelda esque game. Uh, to me, it was action RPG, but I could see its potential in being a great game. Eventually, I bought the game on Steam. Mm-hmm. Still haven't played, <laughs> but I bought it because I know it's gonna. If I if I have the time and I'm in the mood, I will play that play the shit out of that game because I know it's a good quality game. 
Yeah, the the Witcher, the Witcher gets Medander. I mean, like I I I love the Witcher. I love the characters in it. The stories are just fantastic. And CD Projekt Red puts out such an amazing product that you you know you you, you can feel invested in it. And it's something I don't mind buying a lot of. I have every DLC for the Witcher. You know, for the Witcher three, I got it on console. When I had to fix that, but. I do have it on console, and and I have and I have played. I played it all the way through, and I fucking love that game. <laughs> oh my god! And then, so then it, it it takes me to something where like you know I kind of thought about buying Deus Ex, but then I look at it, and I'm like I don't actually want to now. I don't right. because like you know, and I know that like before anybody gets into the you know like well Frank, you know what I mean like it's a single player title, you can do whatever you want to in it, right? That's true. If it's single player and you want to buy, you want to pay that, and you, you know, you should be able to. However, this is the this is not the first baby step in this in this path. Right. This is not going to be something that is ever. I mean, like if if, it, if they if they, you let them have it, this is not something that's ever going to go away. Then you're going to be finding like you know, I mean, I know like it's been like a joke uh, online or whatever, but like they, they show a picture of a hamburger. And like, you know, they're like games from 10, 15 years ago. And then in the next picture, you know, it's got like, you know, games from from 10 years ago and it's got a picture of the bun and that's like paid DLC one and it's the burger, that's the burger and then paid DLC two and it's the lettuce. And then like all the other condiments are all like paid, paid for bits that you have to pay for after the game's already out. You don't get the whole game anymore. Right. And, and this is this is this is an example of that. We're like it's really like, you know, uh, the, the corporate, the the big business mentality run amok. We're like, you know, in for uh, in for a penny, in for a pound. Right. We're like they, they bought the game. You know, like a, a lot of Harley owners have a saying where like when you buy your bike and that's your down payment. Because then now you bought your bike. But then, you know, well, in order to make your bike work better for you, you got to buy we got to buy pipes. Well, I mean, like in order to really make it, you know, fit for you, you really got to get it lowered. I mean, really make it in order to really get a lot out of this. You got to get the new handlebars, probably <laughs> replace your carburetor. I mean, like there's so, so then like that's what I feel like they're doing with like a lot of this stuff where they're they're, they're adding on all these little nickel and dimey things where they're like, you know, well, you know, you could have this. But you're going to need this in order to use it and right. you need this. And it's just it's just the, the more that people let them do it the worse it'll be in the in the long run and it's it's terrifying as a rather uh addicted gamer i look at something like that and i'm like oh no <laughs> oh no cuz it's going to it's going to ruin the culture yeah absolutely it, it, it already has yeah i mean like it, it, it's div- it's divisive it's it's you know anti consumer I mean, I, again, I know it's a single player game, but I mean, like it, I mean, like if you look at it from, from that perspective, from like, like an overall art and design perspective, I mean, like, you know, it kind of ruins the game because like, you know, it's like whenever like, you, you know, like in Star Wars Battlefront or Star Wars Battlefront came out and like you, you pre-ordered it, you know, I don't know why you, you, I pre-ordered it because I don't know, cause I'm stupid. And like, I pre-ordered it cause I thought I wouldn't be able to get a copy of it. Um, I don't know why I thought that. Shut up! Don't judge me. Maybe I'm old, and like to me, I was like, because I used to have to pre-order like you know games like for the SNES, and I sometimes I get excited about pre-order games, and I, I think I'm not gonna get one. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Look, anyway, shut up! Don't judge me. So then I didn't realize I was gonna get the DL44 pistols to go with it. Turns out that game that that gun is like one of the best fucking guns in that game. I mean, it literally made it so that everybody that was playing in every match I was in all had that DL44. 
Right. Han, Han Solo's gun. So it was a giant pistol fight. It was stupid because that gun, that gun could two shot you from any, any distance. And, you know, it's, it's shit like that. If the game hypothetically had any kind of story mode, if you had that gun, it would make almost the entire story mode useless because like there would be no challenge. There'd be no suspense. It'd just be like dead, 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 dead. Yeah. I don't know. Stuff like that. Stuff like that to me is game breaking. Yeah. And, and it's, it, but that's also corporatism run amok. We're like, you know, they, they really want you to have a really powerful gun, which in the case of Battlefront really fucks multiplayer. Yep. Because I mean, like if everybody's got their really powerful gun, you know, you unlock a gun. <laughs> I mean, like this, this automatic laser blaster rifle is, you know, terrible by comparison. Right. Why, why even use it? And then you could tell the people that didn't fucking pre-order it because there's the poor asshole that's out there with the E-11 blasting at you like a stormtrooper, and he gets to actually be like a stormtrooper because he can't hit shit with that thing, and you just fucking pip him at like 100 yards. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. and, and, he, and then you look at the end of the match, and everybody has like, is sort of like, you know, like like six and four and whatever, but then there's that guy who's like, like one in 30. Right. Because his ass was just like, I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it was awful. It was, it was truly terrible. There was this one webcomic Penny Arcade did back in the day. And I think it was during the birth of fucking pay to win. Basically, the comic said, it's going to get to a point where um, the damage you do in a game, like swinging your sword, the damage you do, equivalates to the amount of money you swipe from your credit card so it's like one to one dollars for damage like swipe that credit card that's like swiping your sword <laughs> yeah swing 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 that's that's sad because i mean like that wouldn't really surprise me that's that was, the kind of that's that the kind was, of future that's terrifying that was over a decade ago and they were like it was a you know it was laughable because yeah a game actually exists like that oh my god that's are you serious mm -hmm. and now it's normal yeah mm -hmm. womp womp yeah <laughs> alright folks well thanks for listening I hope you liked what you heard if you uh, did like what you heard please rate comment subscribe like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter donate on Patreon and we'll have a new one out pretty soon. If you have any feedback to give us or have any requests on which kind of topic we should talk about, please let us know. You can mail us at mail at dastardlygentleman.com. Um, you got anything else, Frank? Uh, don't pre-order. Don't pre-order. <laughs> Until next time, folks. See you later. Bye.